0: Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. You're listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. New poll early this morning says the governor races in New York and Michigan are tied. New York Governor Hochul calls voter concerns about crime a conspiracy. President Biden threatens oil companies with higher taxes. The Supreme Court hears arguments over affirmative action. Also ahead, our first look at the very close Senate races around the country. But first, the upcoming midterms officially, the most expensive campaign in history, $10 billion already spent on TV, radio, and digital ads, passing the previous record set two years ago. Total spending will be higher by election day. The most expensive races are taking place in Georgia and New York. Now, I just got word that the Trafalgar poll, which is very accurate, has Hochul and Zeldin tied in the New York gubernatorial race, and the same poll has Whitmer and Dixon tied in very blue Michigan. Republicans continue to surge in specific polls, not every poll. New York Governor Hochul dismissing historic crime rates, said the Democrat, quote, Republicans are master manipulators. They have this conspiracy thing going, trying to convince people they're not safe in Democratic states. The safer places are the Democratic states, unquote. Ms. Hochul assumed office in August 2021. Since then, attacks in the New York City subway system up 40 percent, violent attacks. City shootings up 20 percent, car threat 33 percent, armed robberies 25 percent. And it's run by Democrats. New York is. But let's not bother Governor Hochul with the facts. President Biden threatening oil companies with higher taxes if they don't boost production and drop prices. Said the president, quote, their profits are a windfall from the war in Ukraine. They don't increase production, lower prices. They're going to pay higher taxes and face other restrictions, unquote. Supreme Court hearing oral arguments about whether colleges can use racial quotas when accepting new students. The case involves a group called Students for Fair Admissions. That organization claims administrators at the University of North Carolina and Harvard violate the constitutional rights of Asian and white Americans by prioritizing black students. In a moment, the USA's future turns on the Senate. Right back with some pithy election coverage. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. There is now little doubt that Republicans will win the House of Representatives one week from today. But the powerful Senate is harder to predict. Latest polling in Georgia, for example, has Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock pretty much tied. As for the governor's race, Brian Kemp, The Republican leads 51 to 44 over Stacey Abrams. That's a foregone conclusion. Abrams will lose in Georgia. In the Pennsylvania Senate race, Republican Oz 44%, Democrat John Fetterman 49%, according to a New York Times poll, which I do not believe. The other polls have it much closer, and in some, Oz is leading. But we'll see if I'm right. If I'm wrong, Come next Wednesday, I will admit all my mistakes. In the Ohio Senate race, Republican J.D. Vance, 48%. Democrat Tim Ryan, 44%. I expect Vance to win that. Arizona governor race, Carrie Lake, 49%. She's a Republican. Katie Hobbs, a Democrat, 47 That's a close race, but I think that Ms. Lake will pull it out because Ms. Hobbs refused to debate her, and that will hurt. As we mentioned, the New York governor's race, it was six points two days ago with Kathy Hochul leading Lee Zeldin, and now, as of this morning, it's a tie. But that's different polling. The Trafalgar poll this morning, however, is a very accurate poll. Texas, Republican Greg Abbott, 52. Beto O'Rourke, 43. It's a lock for Abbott. Florida, Republican Ron DeSantis, 54%. Democrat Charlie Chris 42%. DeSantis is a lock. Nevertheless, Joe Biden is going down to the Sunshine State this weekend to campaign and raise money for Christ. I mean, it's pretty much over down there, but he's going. Oregon, very interesting race. Three candidates. The Republican Christine Drazen leads with 39%. Democrat Tina Kotek, 38%. Independent Bessie Johnson, 13%. I don't know how this is gonna go. Oregon is a very, very hardcore progressive state because of Multnomah County, that's Portland, which dominates the rest of the state. But if Drazen wins, that's gonna be the second biggest upset to Lee Zeldin in New York if he does win. Now, with the economy, open borders, rising violent crime, you would think that it wouldn't be close at all, right? And I have a bunch of liberal friends, and I I don't uh, disparage their politics unless I feel that they are not telling the truth. And very few people will do that to me because they know I'm pretty well informed. But when I look at them and I say, why, how could you vote for Kathy Hochul? I live in New York. And it all comes back to Trump. It still comes back to Trump. It's amazing These Democrats hate Trump so much that they just can't pull the lever for a Republican no matter what. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. If you'd like more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. You will learn a lot at this website, and you'll like it. It's fun, too. And please check out my book, Killing the Legends, big bestseller. In a moment, something you might not know. by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 70 years ago today, the USA detonated a top-secret weapon in the South Pacific. The blast was the biggest explosion in human history, the equivalent of 10 million tons of TNT. Here is the story behind the hydrogen bomb. In 1942, President Roosevelt authorized the formation of the Manhattan Project to develop the first nuclear weapon, and two of them were dropped on Japan to end World War II. By 1949, the Soviets had successfully tested their own atomic devices. The USA responded by launching a program to create more advanced thermonuclear warheads, and the arms race was officially underway. On November 1, 1952, the USA conducted its first hydrogen test on the Marshall Islands, a series of remote atolls 1,500 miles west of Hawaii. The operation was codenamed Ivy Mike. The bomb weighed 82 tons and stood three stories tall. Ivy Mike was detonated at 7.15 a.m. Pacific time. In a fraction of a second, the blast created a fireball half the size of Manhattan. Within two minutes, the mushroom cloud reached a height of 40,000 feet. The explosion was a success, but caused catastrophic damage across the South Pacific. All life on the Marshall Islands, including vegetation, was killed in an instant. Nuclear debris fell on ships as far as 35 miles away. Parts of the region remain contaminated to this day. Traces of radioactive material are still being detected at the test site. Rates of blood and bone cancers in the South Pacific close to the detonation site are 15% higher than the national average to this day. And here's something else you might not know. The explosion on the Marshall Islands was just the beginning of America's nuclear program. The Pentagon still operates 22 sites specifically tasked with advancing the nation's atomic arsenal. The U.S. currently holds a stockpile of 4,000 nuclear weapons. The most lethal, the B-83. If dropped above New York City, the B-83 would instantly destroy Manhattan and create a fireball spreading 15 miles in every direction. Nuclear war would destroy the planet, as most people know. Now this. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's eight seven seven four 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 gold or text GOLD to 65532. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly, no spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.